Yeah. Hi, welcome to the Keen Wizards Podcast. My name is Abigail Kelly. I'm with Allie. Hey. How's it going, Allie? Well, I I agreed to do this and I didn't think about how stressful it would be. See, this is my whole life. I'm so excited for this because people have been asking in various like ways and for different things. We've been like, oh, someone should explain X to you while you, you know, you take on the guest <laughs> role. And I am so deeply delighted that you no. are the one <laughs> to no. finally fulfill my listeners' hopes and dreams oh, God. and aspirations. <laughs> okay, well, um, I was already going to start out with an apology, but I'm really going to start out with an apology. I'm so sorry. Classic I know nothing. <laughs> I really know nothing. I didn't realize I was supposed to be explaining anything except the plot of a novel that I read. This is why you should never talk to me about anything. <laughs> Because you were like, yeah, so yeah, so I read that book that we talked about at the store. I was like, oh, wait, 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 wait. You want to do a podcast? <laughs> yeah, that's actually pretty much what happened. That's exactly what happened. That's funny because yeah. Isaiah did the same thing. So um, we are going to be recording an episode. He oh, my God. He hasn't consented. Truly? To it. Yeah, he hasn't consented to it yet, but it's happening because he bought the Scorpion's Mate. Oh, my God. At my I am insistence. so excited to hear his descriptions of him reading. I don't know that he's actually going to talk to me about it. I, because I think he's going to be too embarrassed. I fucking can't wait. So he was like, we should do a little book club. We should do a book club, Abigail. That's he's such an earnest fella. So Love him so much. sweet. But I was like, if you think for one fucking second that I'm not going to be recording that, that there's not going to be a microphone, content always comes first. Companionship, a low fifth or sixth. Yeah. So anyway, this is content. Yeah, sure is. Here, Allie, here's what you need to remember. Uh-huh. This is free. <laughs> so, they're not paying for it. It's fine. That, even if, honestly, even if they were, it would never stop me from <laughs> putting out subpar content. <laughs> well, you're definitely getting subpar today. I'm sorry. Okay, so how this came about was... um. <clears throat> We got a book into the store, yes. Or was yes. it a wasn't it an arc? Or was it No, so? it was a damaged book. Okay, it was a damaged book and I looked at it and you looked at it and we were like, Oh no. Oh yeah. no. Because it appeared Well as- here. I've written a note. Okay. Yeah. I have bullet pointed notes. Yeah, this is your pod. Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna write Oh it. god. I'm, I'm comfy now. Are you comfy in this no. tiny closet? Actually I'm comfy. I, I mean I used to sleep in a dryer, so I hate hearing stories about your childhood. <laughs> I have a room to myself, so I'm just sleeping in my dad's dryer sometimes. It's like, what? Never mind. Because I would crawl in, and if I didn't close the door all the way, the, the light stayed on. So I bring a blanket and a little pillow, and I'd crawl in there, and I'd read. In some alternate universe, someone closed that door and turned the dryer <laughs> on. Came a caution yeah. To the yeah. Yeah, I think they would have figured out pretty fast I was in there when they tried to put in clothing. But yeah, um, all, <laughs> I don't think anyone ever really knew. The only reason I stopped was because I, I, I de- knocked the barrel out of alignment. And the, my dad one day was like, I don't know why the dryer doesn't really work as well anymore. And I was like, that's fucking weird. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Strange. Anyways, okay. So 
The book that came in is called The No Show by Beth O'Leary. I'm glad that you remember the title. I wrote it down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I didn't. You do have handwritten notes, which I find extremely charming. Is that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know what else to do because I realized that I this morning that I couldn't find the book at all. I don't. I still don't know where it is. I used to take notes. I don't take any notes anymore. Well, that's because you're very smart. There was a time when no, I don't think that's where it's coming from. (laughs) No, there was a time when I took extensive digital notes and I I did things. I pulled quotes and things. Vintage listeners of the podcast will will know. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you've listened to the old episodes. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I used to do research. Now I just read the book and vibe. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, it's a solid way to be. Sometimes. I'm hoping to vibe today. All right. Well, continue. Stop okay. hitting the microphone. I can't help it. I'm not a podcasting famo like you are. <laughs> it's, it's a difficult world full of drugs and sex. And sleepless nights. Okay, well, I know that one of those things is true. Well, here's the thing. All of them are true. I didn't say I was experiencing them. Okay, that's true. That's valid. Yeah. That's true and valid. You've gotten more whips since last time. No, Anyways, the same amount about... of whips. You're just noticing them. Mm. Yeah. No, I've got a cat of nine tails. I've got a riding crop. And then I've got another cat of nine tails. And... Yes, that one is not new. I My knew paddle. about that one. Yeah. I should... It doesn't seem like a very efficient paddle. I should use this more. It's quite heavy. It's got a heft to it. How? <laughs> okay, but get your thigh really close to the microphone <laughs> yeah. so that people can hear I'm the, sure they heard that. The, like, well, slapping. No, I'm going to slap your thigh if I'm slapping anyone's okay, thigh. Okay, go ahead and slap my thigh. <laughs> that was good. That was sharp. This little thing, I get it now. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> Knew this was going to happen. Thank I- you, Daddy. <laughs> it lingers. That was the sound of my soul exiting my body. I mean, okay. it didn't make me horny, but... <laughs> it didn't? It didn't. Well, here's the thing. Well, thank God. It knows, it knows... We're in a confined space. Knows... <laughs> I don't want to stink up the room. No, in those, like, romance novels where spanking is, like, an integral part of it, it's always, like, immediately, it's like, oh, one spank and like ah now their whole downstairs is flooded <laughs> someone someone left a faucet on in the rec room <laughs> we've is damaged the, is the, the rec carpet. room what we're calling it yeah okay rec as in as in w <laughs> the, the w's kind of scribbled in like next to the, yeah Anyway, you want to talk yeah, about Yeah, I do, this actually. This is what it's like to be me. I'm really enjoying sitting here and doing this to you. This is, this is what it's like to be me. Yeah, go ahead. You've had mean... ample time. <laughs> well, when you keep interrupting me. What? <laughs> Honestly, this is good, though, because I only have two and a half pages of notes. Yeah, good luck. Thank you. No. Okay, so it's about... Sell me! <laughs>
It was hard boiled. <laughs> Much more hard boiled. <laughs> it was so hard. <laughs> With the flavor. <laughs> The soy sauce flavor, well, I didn't get to taste much of it. It mostly tasted like hard-boiled egg. Solid. Continue. <laughs> Talk to me like that. That's my podcast. I can do what I want. Yeah, it's valid. Okay, so, The No Show by Beth O'Leary is about three women who are all stood up on Valentine's Day. Oh, should I talk into the microphone? Yes. Great. It's about three women who are all stood up on Valentine's Day, but twist, <gasps> they're stood up by the same man. And we were like, oh, I don't think I'm invested in this romance novel if this man is cheating on all Yeah, women. yeah. Yeah. Because they uh, set it up. Um, I did forget literally everyone's name. That's fine. I uh, barely remember names anymore. So I wrote it down. Wow, smarter than me. I don't think that's true, but thank you. I ba- fucking barely remember. I've read, I I used to be pride myself on being one of those people who never forgets a single detail about anything she's ever read. And for the most part, plot-wise, I still can recall everything, unfortunately. Uh, I will say, though, I have reached, I think, critical mass of the hundreds and hundreds of romance novels I've read. Mm. And I now fully just eject names. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I mean, I definitely did the same thing. I wrote these notes. I did say that I couldn't find the book this morning. Yeah. I, ca- I can't find the book. I don't know where I put the book. Uh, maybe we imagined the book. I Honestly, I had that same thought today. I was like, did I just imagine this book as yeah. a real book and I didn't actually read it and I just think I've read it because I saw it? Because I know I brought it home. A mutual hallucination. Cool. The sexiest kind. <laughs> so, Siobhan. Oh, to, I the mis- Irish one. I misspelled it twice. I was thinking of, sh- like, Siobhan cake. Oh, no. Siobhan. I was proud of myself because I looked at that and I could actually remember how it was supposed to be pronounced. I know how it's supposed to be pronounced. Oh, monkey brain don't care. Monkey brain goes soybean. Yeah. Yeah, and then feels bad about it every single time because um, Gaelic is a beautiful language. I'm supposed to be Irish. I'm ostensibly Irish. (laughs) Supposed to be Irish is a very funny way to put it. Because I think you are technically still Irish. I've heard tell that I'm Irish. Even if you don't believe in it. <laughs> I fucking can't with any of that. Yeah, yeah so Siobhan. Siobhan. <clears throat> Miranda and Jane. Oh, it uh, sucks to be the Jane amongst a Miranda and a Siobhan. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Yeah. Um all are supposed to meet uh Joseph Carter, which I hate that name. Wow. Yeah. Wow, what a milk toast. Yeah, I don't like that name at all. Wow. Um, I also, and I'm so sorry if this is you, I dislike people. I don't dislike people, but I dislike names that are... Hard stance, Allie dislikes <laughs> I also dislike people if that's going by hard yeah. stance. I mean... Well. <laughs> well. Yeah. Um, we work in retail. <laughs> uh, I dislike... Uh, first names as all your names wow. drives me nuts. <laughs> yeah, wow. I know. I hate hey, it. Hey, wow. Yeah, I know. I don't like it. I mean, I also don't like my name. Like, <laughs> damn. I mean, I'm sad that you don't like your name, but it always annoys me because it confuses me. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get Mostly it. Mostly because working in retail. Yeah. I 
you have to look at last names and then you get confused about which is the last name and which is the first name and then you accidentally call the customer by their last name instead of their first name. And then you're a gym coach and, and then, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah. No, I've 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 always said the only reason I would ever get married um is so I could get a better last name. I remember even when I was five years old going around the boys in my classes being like, Okay, who has the best last name? It's a good reason to get married. I don't care about you or anything, your dreams, your aspirations, you, whether you want a family, any, I just want your last name. You do know you can legally change your name, I've right? thought of it, but the thing is, then I have to depict, I have to pick a last name. And that's hard. That's hard. Well, yeah. So that's why you kind of just find a last name. But then I feel like I'm weirdly, like, cribbing on somebody's family. Like, at least if I'm marrying somebody, I mean, like, ah, Yes. You have accepted me into your family. You also made this choice. Mm. But if I decide to take on, unless I make it up, which is also possible, but then runs a series of other risks. Mm. Um, True. If I if I decide to, to pick a random last name, well, how do I know I'm not hitching my wagon to some racist or something? Can't get much worse than what I've already got, but that's not... <laughs> <laughs> we're not gonna talk about that no today we're talking about the no show by beth o'leary yeah, well, yeah okay continue yeah so these three women all have a date with joseph carter man who has terrible name um on valentine's day here's what that's reminding me of i was huh. like why does that sound like a superhero it sounds like john carter john carter it sounds most. like john carter yes yeah best movie ever made is john carter the best movie ever made it's a weird book yeah, but isn't The Mummy the best movie ever made? Yeah. Was The Mummy on Mars? Could be. It was filmed there, but they said it was Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... that. Mm -hmm. Yep, both got fans. I like that you brought your pencil case Just in. in case I had to take more notes. Why are you Morocco-ing it? Because he's a funky little cat. I feel he, like every time I see you, you get a new pencil case. I have, well, I do have this two. This is a new pencil case. What you can't other lie pencil to case me. did I have? I don't know, but this is brand new. It doesn't even have any scratch marks on it or anything. That's like three years old. I just take good care of my shit. Oh, we're two different people. <laughs> I didn't know. <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so. Al's got nice pens and pencils in there. Joseph Carter. Joseph Carter. Milk toast extraordinaire. Is supposed to meet Siobhan for breakfast, Miranda for lunch, and Jane for dinner. This is quite the device. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my he God. He skips out on the dates. Their Valentine's dates are ruined. Um, Siobhan is uh, just a friends with benefits situation. She is gorgeous. Um, now, she is. Like I, mean, I mean, come on. She's a blonde. Come on, no, she's a she's blonde, blonde bombshell. She wears fancy clothing. Ah, shit. Yeah. Um, she is described as very attractive almost every time she is discussed, uh, which isn't terrible, except that it's a little weird. Yeah. I don't know if I constantly remark on my hot friend's hotness. Yeah, I also don't do that. Even though I feel like I would be the type. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. All right. Maybe I'm just misremembering it. I can't find the book. That's true. Who's to, <laughs> no, to say? We have no evidence one way nope. or the other. It's all conjecture. Um, but she is just a friends with benefits situation. Uh, and uh, Joseph Carter is her hookup. Okay. 
she does not usually meet her hookups for uh, yeah, that's Valentine's thing, Day breakfast, but yeah. she's decided to go out on a limb here and try it out. And she is disappointed because he doesn't show up. How dare. She was wearing a very pretty dress. Wow. According to the chapter that Wait, it was her. breakfast that they were supposed to go on together? Yeah. Huh, okay. Like a brunchy breakfast. That's like a couple. That's an extra couple. Even. Yeah. That's yeah. Like a weirder one of the two, of the three. Well, I mean, it sort of makes sense later when you get to more of the story. No. Oh, also, I feel like maybe I should have said this earlier, but you're probably going to get some spoilers. Uh, this is they've been on the spoiler boat for so long. I've also come to realize that about eighty percent of my listeners never fucking read the books that I talk about, so it's fine. Yeah, I'm not really expecting anyone to read this book. Although, if you do enjoy contemporary romances with a little bit of a plot twist, uh, you'll probably enjoy this. It was a fun read. I did have a fun time. Yeah, this is the only contemporary rep we're getting for a while. Yeah, I know. That's another reason that I'm stressed. Yeah, you have to do really good. Yeah, I'm not going to. We're 16 minutes in. I'm doing a great job. (laughs) Yeah, so she doesn't meet her, uh, she doesn't usually meet her hookups for dates. Yeah. And especially not on Valentine's Day, of course. By golly. Yeah, by by golly and by gum. Um, I'm going to just describe the dates for the rest of them. Miranda, he is supposed to meet for a lunch date. Uh Uh-huh. Obviously. Yeah, obviously, yeah. You you never meet a Miranda for anything else. No. Um, And she goes to a fancy lunch place uh, where they have reservations. And she is the sad sack who is sitting alone on Valentine's Day at this fancy lunch place with a reservation. You got to just own it. When no one shows up. You got to own it, babe. You got to order the biggest meal and pop in your headphones and leave a big tip. That's the best way. Listen, I've spent- Pull a moon night. I've spent all of my Valentine's Day alone- even when I was dating people. And let wow. me tell you, one time, one of my exes went on a Valentine's Day wait, date with another girl. Wow. Yeah, it was Was this great. the same one that you were talking about where his ex-girlfriend stalked you? Yes. Yeah. That it was a bad time. Yeah. Well, that guy sucked. <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. But what I'm saying is mm-hmm. your girl owned it and I treated myself fantastically on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I don't day. doubt it. I mean, I cried a lot that time, but it's fine. I'm sorry. It's good for my skin. Yeah. <laughs> I tell myself at night. When you're not sleeping? Yeah. Just yeah. crying. Anyway. Okay. Well, that's This is sad. a funny podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, we should do a Valentine's Day sometime. People always ask me, are you do something special for Valentine's Day? And I never think to do it. This is love year round, baby. Valentine's Day is just, yeah. I don't know, whatever day of the week it is. Yeah. But sometimes it can be fun to, like, hang out with someone you care about. Not that I'm saying that's me, but fun to hang out with someone you care about. Don't roll your eyes at me. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, come on. That's what you were going to say, of course. (laughs) Of course. I mean, I try. I always, like, my mom and I always did something. That's Um, nice. I always, like, send each other Valentine's Day That's really sweet. I usually send her, like, a face mask. And And then she sends you a giant box full of a lot of things. Yeah, usually my mom likes to upstage me. Yeah. Um, I remember you showed me a picture. I can't remember if it was Easter or Valentine's Day of um, the haul that your mother had sent you. And it was bad shit. Yeah. Yeah. My mom My mom goes wild with yeah. it. My mom learned the ways of the DoorDash and my life has never been the same. I mean, I am also grateful that your mother learned the ways You've of the DoorDash. You've reaped the benefits. I got bagel out of it. A couple of times I you've got bagel. I got two bagel out of it. 
and lots of coffee and so much coffee yeah my mom my mom went ham she started to realize that she could not only deliver things when i'm home but she could deliver things to my place of work Mm -hmm. um which is fantastic i love her very much but she doesn't i also love her very much at this point she's given me two bagels and (laughs) lots of coffee a lot of bagel um and, but I don't I don't always know that they're coming. And sometimes yeah. several men walk into <laughs> to the bookstore looking for me with giant satchels and I and they just go, Tiffany? And I'm like, oh, yep. <laughs> no, see, one time you were with a customer and yeah. a guy walked in with a giant amount of food and said, Tiffany? And I said, I don't think you have the right place. Uh-huh. <laughs> There's no one called Tiffany here. Yeah. Yeah, luckily you saved me bagel, so. It's just me, Mom. It's just your men. Hi, Mom. I realized I don't know your mother's first name. It's Tiffany. Right, I do know your mother's first name. Oh, <laughs> it's not that late. It's 9.51. No, no I'm just stupid. <gasps> oh. Yeah, welcome. <laughs> well, continue with your notes then. Thank you, Tiffany, for bagel and coffee. Uh, Miranda uh, is lunch date. Um, she is listed as his girlfriend. She is his girlfriend and she has stood up for a lunch date on Valentine's Day at a fancy restaurant where she is sitting there sad and alone in a pretty dress. Once again, pretty dress. Mm-hmm. Um, and she sees all these other couples, uh, canoodling and whatnot. Jane! Sad you can only do that once because you only got the two pages, huh? Yeah, but I have notes that I didn't read on the first page, so I oh. do get to go back. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be great. Happy for us both. We'll see. Okay. Uh, Jane is uh, has uh, requested Joseph Carter to be her fake date for a work event that is a fundraiser where uh, she has been... I don't know if it's required to go. I can't remember if it's just, like, if she's required to go, if she just decided to go because she was like, well, I guess I'm supposed to go to one of these. And uh-huh. this seems like the best option. Mm-hmm. Um, and she requests him as a fake date because one of her coworkers is trying to set her up with another coworker. Classic. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know what that feels like. Is someone trying to set you up with a coworker? Could be. You've been trying to set me up with Kat for years. No, I'm trying to marry Kat myself. What? I mean, this is a free country. It says that we can't do <laughs> multiple things at once. I cut two hands. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't listen to the podcast anymore. It's fine. It's true. Say whatever she... I want about Kat. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> I love her. Yeah. Got two whole hands. Got two whole <laughs> Full hands. of her. Yeah. My love, it overflows from my hands. Pun the hands. <laughs> you have very small hands. Um, yeah. So Jane is trying to uh, step out of a situation that is awkward for her. Mm-hmm. Um, and these are three different women living different lives. What city are we in? I, I presume. London. We're oh, we're in London. We're in London. They've all got accents <laughs> like this one. I thought we might be And I'm so glad that actually there's no way to avoid Cockney now that I know. They're in London. They're in London. Well, I got listeners in the UK. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm extremely sorry. Listen, if you're in London, 
not dead. Well, uh, I mean, sorry, but I, yeah. everyone else would probably think it was funny that we're making fun of people from London, <laughs> right? You guys don't don't like that. I don't know what the <laughs> we're Americans. We're not supposed I to like comment. people from the UK. No, but we, we threw we their like tea too much. We threw their tea in the harbor. Yeah, but we also really like a British actor. So. Pasty face British actor with a weird neck. <laughs> You're talking about a specific? No, just in general, all of them got weird necks. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to look up some pictures of British actors when I get home. Can you identify them by their necks alone? Take this quiz. <laughs> You've given BuzzFeed their next genius idea that will make money for their news well, stories. And what's nice is mm-hmm. that, no, they're actually disbanding their entire newsroom. So oh. the money just goes directly to making more neck quizzes. Oh. <laughs> That's disappointing to hear. Next, it'll be elbows. Oh, and I understand. Yep, I get it. It's the, I... it's the neck of the arm. <laughs> so we're in London. London. Okay, so... Siobhan has a very strong personality. Uh, she is a, like, social media... She's a life coach. She's big on social media. Of course mm-hmm. she's a life coach. Um, She lives... Wait, side note. Uh-huh. Um, so uh, I one time got mm-hmm. a, like, intro message mm-hmm. from um, somebody on a dating site. Mm-hmm. Um, and the the intro message said um i'm trying to remember the exact wording but it was like self-improvement is important that's why i have a life coach a guru and a nutritionist that's a lot to take in that's a lot to take in as your intro yeah as your like hey gambit hi you should date me i have a life coach a nutritionist and a guru yeah i think there might have also been a spiritual leader in there somewhere isn't that what a guru is but it was like there was a lot of this man needed a lot of guidance is what he was saying to me and i was like i'm not willing to sign on to become another life coach thank you yeah no i mean you'd make a great one but no i don't know about that I just encourage you to do all your dirtiest nastiest scrumbliest impulses like a little devil on your shoulder. I'm gonna poke you with my peach fork. Eat that choco. You said peach fork? <laughs> <laughs> Could be that. You said peach fork? And I just like to imagine like a cute little peach shaped yeah. like stabbing implement. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know those videos where those like TikTok goes? Hobby youths. Like people who only have like everything they own is pink and it's just them just like pouring pink milk into a pink cup and then they like have their pink toaster oven and they make pink toast and then they do like do all this stuff, right? But I imagine but they got a little pink peach fork (laughs) to eat peaches. Peaches. And also stab people. Do your dirty deeds. So Siobhan doesn't do that. She's a good life coach. Eh. Yeah. She's Word. she's like good at her job and she makes like a decent amount of money. Yeah. And one of the most disappointing things for me, honest, honestly. Honestly? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, was that she 
And her roommate, whose name I think was Fiona, you are scaring me with that <laughs> oh, battle. This seems with. like I'm a not used threat. to being out of control. I oh. with. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I do have the paddle. In my hand. Yeah, she's got the paddle in her hand, and she's fondling it in a way that really makes me nervous. <laughs> if I say the wrong thing, I'm gonna get hit. It was either that or the 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 glasses. The glasses. And those made noise. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so she's got a roommate, Fiona. Yeah, and I, just based on their interactions, I was like, okay, so these women are in love with each other. No, that's cool. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Wow. They would have been perfect together. They were a great couple. You want the spoiler that I already gave you? Sure. Um, So, fun fact, if you guys haven't already figured it out, it's three different Valentine's Days over the course of, I think... Eight years? Which the blurb deliberately obfuscates. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, which is such a wild thing to do because, mind you, like, there are a a series of disclaimers that are usually listed. Like, if you look at an online, like, if you look at, like, let's say a Kindle book or whatever, at the bottom of the description, authors will a lot of times put in supplemental details that you won't necessarily get at, like, a bookstore on the back of the book. It'll be like... This has a guaranteed happily ever after. Yeah. This has X, Y, and Z trope or whatever. And 100% guarantee, no cheating. Cheating is one of those tropes that is like a poison pill for yeah. a book. Like, if you put actual cheating in a in a romance novel, yeah. like, I'm not saying people don't do it. All I'm saying is that it is something that is so so widely reviled yeah. that it is wild to me that a traditionally published romance novel would even run the barest hint of a risk, which this is not the barest hint of a risk. This no. is like full on, on the back. We want you to think yeah. that this man signed up to have three dates with three women on the same day on Valentine's Day yeah. and stood them all up. Yeah. And wild take. As someone who reads a lot of books, watches a decent amount of TV shows, and watches a decent amount of movies, yeah. I got to a certain point in the book, which was not that far, uh-huh. where I was like, oh, I understand what's going on here. I yeah. get it. It's th- it's not the same year. This isn't the same year. Yeah. It was like, I was like less than a quarter of the way through the book, and I was like, oh, okay. So it's not the same year. I get it. But that being said, they really pushed the whole idea of... This guy was with these three different women at the same time for most of the book. Like they put it together in a way where if you hadn't picked up on it or you hadn't guessed based on the fact that it was a romance novel and you're really hoping that it was going to be like actually happy. You'd end up rooting for this person. Yeah. Yeah. um, That like they really pushed this idea that the they told the book in the perspective of these three different women and you would get a different woman every chapter uh-huh. and it would go in the same order. Siobhan, Miranda, Jane, mm-hmm. which makes sense because those are like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. Um, I don't like referring to a woman as that and that's what it seems like I've done and I'm sorry. I mean, sorry. I, refer- I referred to women as a meal a few times in my books for various reasons, not all of them sexual. Some of them for cannibal reasons. Okay. Um, you've read You've read some of those. <laughs> Have I? Technically, Virgil wanted to eat temperance and not in the way that he does later. Okay. Anyway. um, No, I just think it's really, it is a wild thing to do to 
Like, yeah. it, not even... Uh, even putting that in the first few... Like, not immediately shutting down in the first chapter. Like, okay, first chapter is here. Oh, this is like a, you know, a, a cheating thing. Ah, surprise. No, it's not. That's a twist. That gets you hooked on the rest of the book. Okay, they didn't even do that. But, like, literally picking up the book, flipping the book over, reading the blurb on the back. Like, I wouldn't have even opened the book. Yeah. I would not have gotten that far. So that is a, that is a choice. That is a, that yeah. is a choice that they made, which is, shall we say, risky as hell. Yeah. It, I, I agree. I think it is actually super risky. And as a bookseller, I feel like I don't, I want to hand someone the book if I was going to be recommending it and say, don't worry, he's not cheating. But at the same time, it's going to spoil it, though. Part of the like twist of the book. And granted, one of the things that I kind of wanted to talk about is there were multiple twists in this book. And I ended up figuring out a lot of them just Mm -hmm. based on the clues and hints that Beth O'Leary left. Mm -hmm. And I did not at all. I honestly, I don't care if I figure it out or if I get spoilers. If a story is well told enough yeah told well enough well told enough written well, well enough written well enough there we yeah go. i mean we're talking about a book but like yeah. written well enough or if you're talking about like movies or tv yeah. like yeah also written well enough i guess yeah if the tapestry is woven well then it doesn't matter that you've yes. already seen The hidden picture if you can see the threads it matters not yeah yeah and so i honestly think that beth o'leary has written she is a good writer yeah she she has done a well-written book she wrote the flatmate yes oh did she i liked that book a lot that was a really fun book yeah let me let me see i think she wrote one of those um That's another book that uh, where there is cheating, but the person who is cheating does not end up with the. um... I was right, Fletcher. Yeah, no, that's a that's a very fun book. If you like the trope of oh, it's the same bed. I do. I do like it. There's only one. Yeah, there's only one bed. I'm well known for this. Yeah, it's a good trope. I will. I will put not done in the way you would expect in that book. But go to any length. Still good. Any very good plot. Yeah, shenanigans to make sure there's only one bed. Only one bed. Yeah. Winky winky. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I I definitely like. I don't. I I don't want to come off as being like, oh, if you don't follow the formula, then your book is bad and you shouldn't have done it. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. I appreciate people who take risks and who do different things. I will say, however, there is a difference between taking something and, you know, trying something risky. Yeah. um, And trying to, like, subvert the genre or something. Um, And deliberately misleading a reader, I think, in the advertising, which is not necessarily Beth O'Leary's fault, right? Like, I mean, yes. But honestly, I feel like as much as this is a romance novel in the sense that there are two people who fall in love and end up together in a happily ever after, I honestly feel like this doesn't quite fit as much into the traditional romance novel as most books. Because honestly, it was less, significantly less about the romance between Joseph Carter and the women. Uh 
and much more about the women themselves and the stuff they were going through and what they were trying to like how they grew as people, which happens in romance novels anyways, I think. But half the cast is not involved in the romantic relationship. Like, if, if half the people were following and then, like, that that would be then calculated out, like, half the book, right? Yeah. Um, then, realistically, it's probably not actually, I would consider it a romance novel. Yeah. Um, if the sole focus of the plot is not the romance, like, it's really straddling the line, I think, of being, like, uh, okay, like, yeah. I, think it's, I think this leans more towards, and I fucking hate this term, but I'm going to use it, women's fiction. Yeah. Um, just because I think it's more of a, like, it's, it's an ensemble cast situation where they all kind of are sharing a story, but it's... Yeah. I mean, I was sitting there once I realized what was going on, uh-huh. once I realized that it was three different Valentine's Days, and I kind of figured out who he was going to end up with. Spoiler alert, it's Jane. I figured. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was sitting there thinking, and this is part of the reason that I thought Siobhan was going to end up with her roommate, Fiona, Mm -hmm. is that I was sitting there thinking, okay, well, Miranda, who, by the way, has the coolest fucking job, she is a tree surgeon. Oh, she cuts trees down. Yeah, Yeah. she, like, prunes trees, but professionally for, like, London. Yeah, yeah, no, she she gets up in trees and she does dope shit with a chainsaw. If you cut down a tree in San Francisco... Like if you if you trim a tree on a San Francisco sidewalk, you get a massive fine. Huh. You know. The old bakery I used to go to all the time, Ambrosia Bakery, over by my old old place. Um, they uh in creepy, creepy lakeside, which is one of the weirdest parts of San Francisco, I think. Yeah, I don't go there very much. It's nothing. There's nothing. It's a very yeah. strange little empty street, um, full of like vacant businesses, and they've been vacant for like ten years. It's very strange. Um, but it's also got like a weird retro like style of like building. It's just this one weird block. Anyway. It's got a bakery there called Ambrosia Bakery. Mm. Fucking can't say that. Ambrosia. It's the bakery. egg. A- Ambrosia, Ambrosia Bakery. Um, they make very good cakes. I've gotten many a cake chore from there. That's mm. when I, where V got me the congrats on quitting your job. Oh, nice. Cake, um, for that time I quit my job. Mm. Um, but uh, give me a fucking cake for anything. Um, people do love giving you cake chores. It's true. <laughs> well, only. An episode ago, <laughs> they listened to me eat some cake chores that you gave me. Oh, um, did you eat the cupcakes on air? Oh, no. I ate the egg cake. Oh, the egg cake. The entire egg cake in Brendan's episode. Did Brendan watch you eat it? It was full of cream. Perfect for this yeah. podcast. Yeah. Um, but uh, they, he made, they made the headlines the other day because um, the owner of the bakery like trimmed the tree in front of his bakery because... One of the things I hate about San Francisco is the sheer proliferation of the bottle brush tree. Bottle brush tree is ugly and it's a pain in the ass. It's sticky. They drop needles everywhere that are sticky. They drop those like big red bottle brushes things. Yeah. And they're just awful and they like they do no good and they grow really fast. Yeah. We had one in front of the old bookshop I used to work at and people would complain a lot. About like, oh, it's growing over like it's like the sidewalk. Can't you trim it? Can't you trim it? It's like, no, we can't. Well, the bakery guy didn't know that. So he trimmed the one in front of his his bakery and he got slapped with a $4,500 fine. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That's business killing. Yeah. Well. Anyway. Fun thing to learn about San Francisco. We have our own designated tree surgeons. I don't know who's allowed to do it. I I mean, I'm guessing you probably... Have to hire somebody with the right permits, I guess. 
I'm guessing you contact someone in this city because I know that most of the trees planted in San Francisco are planted by friends of the urban forest. My brain could not get that. Yeah. Previously, all my head was saying was urban outfitters. And I said, <laughs> no, no. That's not right. That's not the tree place. No, the friends of the urban forest, they're, they're, they're good people. They're a really yeah. good organization. They don't yeah. own the trees, though. No, if they're on they the don't street, the I think the city owns the trees. Yes, but they do plant most yes, of the trees. But in San if you want people to trim the trees, yes. But I, I'm saying that I'm not saying contact friends of the urban forest. I'm saying, why are we discussing this? I don't tree surgeon. Tree, tree surgeon. Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she has a really cool job. It's tree surgeon. Become a tree surgeon in San Francisco and help your local business by, um, informing them of how to not get fined. I don't know. Yeah. And that's this episode of San Francisco Finds and Feasts. <laughs> oh, God. What a, what a fucking podcast that would be. Jesus Christ. I mean, there would be a lot of episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Talk about that time I got kicked off of Muni. I got a ticket. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. I got a ticket once for not hitting my um, digital ticket in time. Mm. And then I got yanked off of the Muni by an officer. That must have been fun. Yeah, I got a hundred and fifty dollar ticket for a two dollar and fifty cent ticket. But you did try to do the beeping. I had the digital ticket on my phone, oh. and I didn't hit it. Oh, see, that would be me. I would forget to hit it. I had it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, anyway, that's fun. Fuck mini cops. Honestly, fuck any cops. Yeah. I also bought that um, Porky Pig Cop sticker. And that's very yeah, good. It's extremely good. So, um, so Miranda is a tree surgeon, um, and she had a very obvious like romantic interest. Like her romantic interest was not Joseph Carter. You could tell from pretty much step one. Like from her, I mean, all of them sitting there waiting for a date that wasn't coming wasn't a great start. For Joseph Carter's story, mm-hmm. but um, there's another twist that actually explains that. Um, but Miranda, especially hearing her inner monologue about how her relationship with him is going and how she views him, was it was like immediately like, oh, yeah, this woman is definitely not the person he ends up with. Oh, okay. Um, she had this idea of him. Of, like, him on a pedestal. He had, like, a good job and he wore nice suits and, mm. like, he seemed like he was really on top of his shit and, like, mm-hmm. was well put together. And she had this idea of him as this, like, very grown-up, like, a grown up year grown-up mm. than her. And so she – it didn't seem like she was seeing him as, like, a full person. Yeah. And also it seemed like their relationship was sort of strained, which makes sense later when you realize the second twist. Um and then Jane, who, I mean, one of my favorite tropes is um, fake relationship. Mm-hmm. So I did like that. Mm. But uh, she is a bit of a wallflower. She uh, she has somehow managed to be in a book club with Joseph Carter, and that's, like, how she met him. And they've become better friends through it. And so that's why she asked him to do this. Um, But you can tell from, like, all of her interactions with him that she is holding herself very close. Like, she 
You just think it's because like she's very shy and retiring. You as the reader think it's because she's very shy and retiring and like doesn't want to, you know, isn't good at interacting with people, doesn't want to interact with people. Um, And you find out later it's a different reason she's got some trauma. Oh, we love a little bit of trauma. Of course you do, Abigail. (laughs) I've been struggling with that lately because I feel like, well, I don't feel like I know for a fact that people often describe my writing as very cute. Mm. And I'm always like, I know it's coming from a good place. and I know you don't mean like kitty Mm. or like saccharin, but I'm always baffled when I get that. I'm honestly a little baffled too because I've read your writing. I write some fucking dark shit, fam. I write some dark shit sometimes. Um, yeah. I put a lot of trauma in those babies. Yeah. I pack a lot in those trunks, man. Yeah. And it's like a clown car full of trauma. Yeah, it's a clown car full of trauma. I mean, poor Margot. I've really done her number yeah. on her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you made me cry with one of your books. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that wasn't so much trauma. Well, did you cry in the middle or did you cry only at the end of that one? Also just at the end. Almost the end. Well, then that wasn't trauma. That was because of sad the redacted things I can't talk about on the podcast. But no spoilers for that one. <laughs> Sorry. I, what I did to her was, what shall we say, extremely dirty. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What you did to me, actually. I do love that I made everybody cry with that. Yeah. Do you? Yeah, you do. I can see yeah, it in empty, soulless <laughs> eyes. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's weird to me because I do love a, I do, I do love it. I don't. I love angst. I love yeah. to balance the angst with the with the like adoration. I feel yeah. like you got to have the two A's in there. Got to be a double A battery, baby. I don't know what A A A. Good old A A. I don't know what the battery system stands for, but I don't either. It's got to happen. How much you'll scream if you lick it. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Ah. Write that in your Amazon. Um, no, I just feel like for me personally, like I, I always, I, I don't intend to write anything particularly sweet, really. Um, like even the fucking dragon novella I just did, like. The main character has anxiety triggered by the fact that she watched her dad die of a terrible heart attack Yay. and has been living alone for the past three years yeah. until she um, accidentally signs a dragon's death warrant and has to draw him to her home to save his <sighs> life. And then it turns oh. out he's a person and she's like, ah, shit. Uh, and then he has, this isn't a dog. <laughs> he has to work through where her trauma is coming from because he's like, "Why I've pledged my whole love and devotion to you. Why do you keep thinking that I'm going to leave you?" And she's like, "I don't know." And he's like, "Is it because your dad didn't love you?" And <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh, I. So what I'm saying is, yeah. Even when I'm writing a sweet kind of slice of life novella, I uh-huh. cram a lot of angsty shit in there. Yeah. Some people are like, oh, everything is so cute all the time. It's all so cute in this fun and funky little universe. I'm like, I killed two people. What are you talking about? <laughs> With your peach fork. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so she's got some trauma. Um, don't I'll... we all? I have a lot less than you, so I don't know if I'm allowed to say no, that's yes. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, trauma's valid, baby. We're not weighing it on a scale. That's good. I mean, mine would. <laughs> I don't want to think about it. Yeah, <laughs> Yours true. would put the, the dryer out of alignment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I miss my dryer. <coughs> Jesus. Well, maybe someday we'll build you a very big dryer you can sleep in. Aw. 
You think you'd like that? Thank you. Yeah. Maybe one without the like tines in it. Yeah. We'll make Those one that's, were slightly uncomfy. We'll make one that's large, no tines, and also won't actually turn on when and be a dryer. When does it just become a hamster ball? <laughs> <laughs> you can't roll the dryer anywhere. It would be an improvement if I could. Do you, so maybe I want a hamster ball. Do you want a dryer slash bed slash hamster ball? Yeah. Okay, well, when I win the lottery, I'll figure out how to make Thanks. that happen. Okay, we're at 47 minutes, so... Well, my two pages of notes. <laughs> two and a half, excuse me. Yeah. Um, okay, so the Miranda date, her arc is not him. No. There's another tree surgeon who's a bad boy. He's got tattoos. He's got pectorals. He's... Well, we've all got pectorals. He's got <laughs> rippling ones. Oh, great. <laughs> I actually don't know if they describe it that way. Um, I would hope not. Rippling yeah. pecs would be... No, he's he's uh he's a bad boy. He's very much um a foil to uh Joseph Carter. Okay. In terms of how you might see him at first, uh as like a doesn't really care about the world. Uh-huh. Falderall kind of dude. Uh-huh. Um but really he's got hidden depths. Oh, he cares. Yeah. He cares. Yeah. About the trees. Uh, yeah. Um, and about Miranda. Wow. Yeah. And you can pretty much tell from the get-go as soon as this guy appears that, like, he's going to be the person that Mar- Miranda ends up this with. This is a big fucking cast. I could not care about all these people at once. <sighs> I also don't remember his name and I didn't write it down. That's fine. We don't need him. Um, Miranda does. Yeah. Wink. Yeah, good for her. Um, but that's that's the thing. Like, Miranda had an obvious person. Yeah. And Jane, it seemed relatively obvious based on you know, reading enough romance novels that she was going to end up with Joseph. Yeah. Um, And so Siobhan, I was like, okay, so she's got to have some impetus for breaking up with Joseph mm-hmm. and she's probably going to end up with someone because it seems like they're not going to have anyone who's going to be alone in this. Mm-hmm. And so my thought was, oh, Siobhan's going to end up with her roommate, Fiona. Uh-huh. No. Uh-huh. Do you want to know where... Uh, Joseph's sad Valentine's Day sad comes from? Where? He and Siobhan end up together. Very happy. Until she dies on Valentine's Day because she's hit by a car. But he stood her up at first. Yeah, but that was like... That was like... Because he knew she was going to (laughs) die. Because he killed her. (laughs) No! Fun fact, Siobhan actually uh, was killed by this car because she was oh, being fucking stalked a car. Oh. by a wow. guy. <laughs> no. <laughs> she was being stalked by a guy who she had been hired by this company to do life coaching for a bunch of their different employees. Mm-hmm. And she had been uh, working with this one dude who was like a higher up person in the company mm-hmm. um, who eventually ended up talking to her about uh, some creepy stuff because he was describing in kind of more detail than anyone would want the sexual relationship oh, fun. that he was having with his secretary. Oh, nice. Um, and he ended up becoming obsessed with Siobhan and uh, after she said no, I actually can't be your life coach anymore. 
because we're this is obviously not working out. I need you to stop contacting me. He was like, no, 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 but I but I need to talk to you more about this. Okay. Does he hit her with his car? No, he uh, is chasing her because uh, he follows her on the train hit by a car. and she gets hit by a car in front of Joseph on Valentine's I Day. I love I love that a woman needs to die to make his backstory interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. What's with the thing? Fun Why fact. is it always women getting hit by cars and these types of things too? It's not yeah, like- always with the cars. That's always again. Yeah. Cars. Fun fact: the secretary is Jane. So she was having the relationship with. The- she was having the relationship, and I also picked up on with this creepy guy who. Mm-hmm. Ah. Yeah. I also picked book. up on this because they gave a couple of hints. Uh, because Jane is working as a volunteer at a charity organization, like at mm-hmm. a charity shop mm-hmm. um, in a town that's like north of London somewhere um, where Jacob is now living, um, as you find out, because his mother has dementia or I don't know if she's dead by the time he ends up with Jane because it is over the course of eight years mm-hmm. um, that. Uh, and so he's living there now and she's living there and you can kind of eventually tell that Jane used to work in London and you don't know why she isn't going back there or what secret she has. And it turns out it's that she has was having a relationship with her boss that turned sour and the boss treated her very, very poorly mm-hmm. and uh, was extremely emotionally abusive. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is part of the reason that she is very, very wary of any sort of um relationship. Yeah, but like getting close to anyone. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, so uh from this point on, as we are now approaching an hour, I wanna know, um how did how did Joseph and her end up like together? Because I realize like the framing device here is that all these People were linked, not just by the date thing, but by other stuff going on. But, like, how did, like... Well, because the guy who stalked Siobhan... Yeah. And essentially sexually and emotionally abused Jane... Yeah. ...was still working for this company. Okay. So he never ended up getting fired because he gave Jane a bunch of money, which is why she's able to work as a volunteer... Okay. um, ...to... Like, fuck off and not say anything. Yeah. And um, the other thing is that Joseph actually, I think, also worked for the company that this guy works for. Okay. And that's how he met Siobhan in the first place. Okay. Um, And honestly, their relationship, I, I feel like I'm describing this in a way that, well, now everyone already knows the spoiler. Maybe they don't want to read it, but... um. They did this in a very nice way. Actually, made, I was very sad when Siobhan died. I honestly wish she'd ended up with Fiona instead. Yeah. Um, but hey, sometimes women need to be hit by cars to further the story. To, to prove a man's story. Yeah. Let's be, yeah. Let's <laughs> it's, be, yeah. yeah. It's not anyone else's Mm-mm. that we, no. she would have all been the same pretty yeah. much probably. And that's why he missed the Valentine's Day's dates because Siobhan was the love of his life. And he was so sad. Why did he keep fucking agreeing to go on these Valentine's Day dates? Because he just wanted to be better. He just wanted people to like him. Well, he with. Yeah. I mean, honestly, you get almost none of Joseph Carter's story except through the stories of these women, uh, which I thought was kind of interesting. 
It's interesting. Wait, do you? It's very much. Oh, sorry. I'm just Am yawning. I boring? No, I'm just tired. Just yawning. What? Totally. Oh. Um, no, I, I, I definitely stand by what I said. I don't think yeah. this is a particularly romancy. No. Um, Honestly, I feel like it would work better if you made it a little. If she made it a little darker and made it into like a thriller. Yeah, it feels like like that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it's got a, this really interesting like thriller plot. Like, yeah. I feel like I've watched this movie. Yeah. Where the romance is a like tertiary element yes. of yeah. this. Like um, one of the I felt incredibly smart when this happened. Mm-hmm. But uh the creepy dude who is ha- sleeping with his secretary and stalking Siobhan describes his secretary in the worst way possible. Um, but he describes her as wearing a little gray dress and like he describes it as like that's like the um that's like what the secretaries are supposed to wear. And so she's wearing this little gray dress that is just enticing him. And then later, Jane, uh, one of her old co-workers comes into the charity shop to like ends up in the charity shop, they say hello. She describes the outfit this woman is wearing as a gray suit. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it yeah, it reminds her of when she was working at this company. And I went, oh. Mm-hmm. And this is like six or seven chapters apart. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh I know exactly what's going on here. I mean, I know who the secretary is. It sounds like a well-written book. It's not yeah. my thing for sure. Oh, no, it's absolutely not. I also thing. just like. Maybe what? if Joseph Carter was a werewolf. Even then, I can't care about that many people at once. Yeah, it's a lot of people. Like, I just, I need, I have barely gotten into, like, reading poly romances. I've read a couple of them now. It's, I feel like I'm getting not enough time with the characters. Yeah. Even in those romance novels, I do like them. But I always feel like I'm getting shortchanged because I want to spend quality time with as few people as I can so I can get the most time with them. Yeah. Um, which is, I think, one of the reasons I really like long standalone series where I get to, like, you know, be with these characters. They each get their own book. And so I know that, okay, I saw that person in that book and I got a glimpse of them. I know what their name is. I know a little bit of their story. Mm. Cool. Check mark. I will come back to that for their book. And I know yeah. I get to spend a lot of time with them. And yeah. I really enjoy that. Whereas, like... In a poly romance mm. or a an ensemble cast um, story, for instance, I don't get to spend nearly yeah. as much time with the characters that I end up liking a little bit more, just inevitably. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think that's just my it's my hurdle there. Plus, just obviously, not enough romance. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, this book had very like there was there wasn't a sex scene. Yeah. Well, it's not. I mean, that doesn't make means it's not a romance. There's. I mean, yeah. No. There, there is, but, like, I was honestly a little worried that there was going to be, because I was like, this is three women. How are you going to do that? But yeah, like, I wouldn't, I definitely wouldn't have been into watching this dude mm, nah, have sex with three different down. women. Yeah. Yeah. No, it wouldn't have been much no. But, like, honestly, it was, it was much, much more about these three women and their stories. Yeah, it sounds like it. Than it was about yeah. Joseph. And- also, I'm finally safe. She put down the paddle. I'm no longer safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You are not as good at that as I am. Well, I kind of have to aim. Under. I didn't want to hit the mic on accident. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I could just. Still not good. No. I don't actually want to hurt you. I don't think I have it in me to be a dom. <laughs> you, though. <laughs> no, I also don't really like hurting people. I'm just really glad that Kat hasn't been in here yet because I feel like. 
Oh, you would get hit. I get <laughs> so hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Katarina does not pull oh, punches. But then she gets Katarina. really mad at me when I slap her on the ass super hard. She doesn't. She can dish it out. She can't take no. it. No. Yeah. I can do both. Oh. Okay, Daddy. <laughs> well, See, I just like to apparently walk myself into situations where I receive psychic damage. Yeah. 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 Feels good, though, huh? Kind of like being spanked. <laughs> Hurts in the moment, but afterwards, you're very aroused. I No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, any final notes here? Um, it was a. I'm sorry, I hit the microphone again. So I know. Many times. This is you like don't, six or seven. The way you move Look, your my elbows arms. is incredibly <laughs> unique. I move my elbows generally up and down. No, I do a bird motion. You do the chicken dance. <laughs> I've been watching you this whole time, and the way you fidget is you just do the chicken dance. Yeah, I do a lot of the chicken dance. All right. Yeah. Okay. It was a fun book. Okay. Don't read it if you want just a fluffy romance, but if you want, like, a thriller, there's some romance in there. This is solid. And you would not fucking know it from the cover. Like, it, Oh, no. It is a romance novel cover through and through. Yeah. It's got, like, an illustrated mm. um, rom-com romance yeah. cover, which is, you know, all the thing right now, which yeah. is actively dying as we speak. Um, is it? Oh yeah, we we reached the crest of the wave mm. of of everybody who wanted them two years ago, uh, finally being published. Got it. And they're not selling anymore, <laughs> mm. and everyone hates the covers now. Oh, um, because they, I don't know, they they come in a wide range of of um, skill and ability. Yeah. Some of them are really really good. A lot of them are not not because they are done hastily by people who are not paid enough. Yeah. Um and they just are looking to copy something that worked for one person mm-hmm. without recognizing what actually worked. Um and a lot of them are compositionally extremely boring. Yeah. Two people standing flat, not even looking at each other or we were having this, di- this discussion yeah. about a different romance novel. Yeah, and in. one that yeah. looked really good and yeah. one that was the same composition but was really really bad. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's it's they're just it's just what happens. It's the copycat syndrome, and it's the the wave of publishing and how these things work is that like two years ago everyone started requesting rom coms because no one wanted to read anything else because it was 2020. <laughs> um. And then what happened was um all of the rom coms came out, and you know you won't be able to. They're very. T- they kind of give me a headache after a while. They're very dark actually. She's wearing the sunglasses. Um, well, they all came out, and but traditional publishing takes two years, and so now we've hit critical mass where mm. everything that's coming out is a rom com. But everyone's sick of them, <laughs> or not everyone's sick of them. A lot of people still like them, but I personally was never on that boat. Never bought a ticket. Yeah. So I'm. <laughs> I've been on that boat for a while. Yeah. I've well, because you really like contemporary, and broadly yeah. speaking, about I'd say eighty-five percent of those books are contemporary romances. Whereas, you know, there's a there's some paranormal, there's some like yeah. sci-fi and stuff, but not that many compared to the sheer god overwhelming tsunami of rom-com contemporary yeah. romances. Which again, there's some really really good ones. Yeah, there's a lot of really really bad ones. Yeah, there's even more. Right down the middle. Yep. Mediocre ones. Mm-hmm. It's just the way of it. It's the industry. Yep. Um, you know. And this one 
Sure had a doozy of a uh, sure had intro. a quite the premise. Uh huh. Yeah, I I don't I don't, categorizing that one tough. Yeah, tough. Yeah, I'd put it if I had to shelve it today. I'd say that goes in fiction. Yeah, honestly, kind of next to like normal people or something. You know, like technically there's yeah. Actually yeah. though, yeah, yeah, it is much more slice of life about these three women's lives than it is about. You know, Joseph Carter and how he's going to romance these women. Yeah. So. I actually kind of like the sunglasses on, but this room is pretty bright. I can't. They give me a headache after a while. It's like they're almost too dark. They're very cool. I wish I could wear them more. They're very good. Do I look extremely cool? Not with the glasses on underneath. Well, I can't see otherwise. Sacrifice maker fashion, baby. That's why in every photo of me ever taken that I had knowledge of being taken beforehand for 10 years, I always Mm -hmm. took my glasses off because I never, I knew that eventually I would get contacts. And so I didn't want to break continuity. So I committed to always taking my glasses off. And that's why you're a nerd. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was incredibly glad when I got glasses because I hate my face. Oh, so well, that covers them up nicely. I have a very small face. So you do if have I, a very small wearing face. Wearing glasses covers covers my beautiful face up, so. Yeah, which is, I'm sure, sad for yeah. some people. Yeah, Babs mostly. Yeah. Glasses got in the way of her licking my eyeballs. <laughs> well, that's the end of the episode. <laughs> Sorry again. I, I tried my best. Well. I think that went well. Do you think so? I think you did. I mean, yeah, we had a good actual discussion about it. I yeah. think it went well. I mean... There's no way. There's so much going on, and there's so many characters. We were never going to go beat by beat. That was just not going to happen. Oh, no. Absolutely not. Um, But I, I think, like, I have more respect for the book than I had going in. Yeah. Um, no, I I really did just read it because um, it was damaged, and it was free. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I ended up liking it, so. Yeah, I'm glad. I mean, yeah. it sounds like it was a good book. Again, not my thing, but that doesn't mean yeah. it's a bad book. Um, Yeah. I mean, for those of you who are not quite as deep in the fucking romance pool as me... That might be might be a fun one. I don't know. I mean, yeah, you the last romance you read had um a man who dressed his girlfriend up as a bunny. She wasn't his girlfriend, she was his captive. <laughs> right, excuse me. Yeah. And then she never was his girlfriend. She goes from being captive to wife? To to pet. To oh. being captive pet. And then he throws her out of his house after the funeral of his cousin. Um and then because he he love makes him weak anyway, I guess. And then he throws her out and she's heartbroken because she actually didn't want to leave, even though she was still his captive. And then a month later, he begs for her forgiveness and asks her to be his wife. Okay. Does the and butt plug the come into? He brings the collar with him to propose. Doesn't bring the, the doesn't bring the butt plug. He doesn't bring the butt plug. Um, there are multiple butt plugs. Sometimes for most of it, she's his little bunny. But for the last, the epilogue, she is his little kitten. So she's wearing a cat tail. Cat tail butt plug. I want you to know that ears are involved. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. No, it kind of surprised me because I feel like in vigorous movement, ears would just fall off. That's why you grew up to wear it. Oh, oh Allie's a freak. Okay. I didn't like that at all. Who's involved? No, I don't like it. He does make her drink from a bowl. Mm. And... Okay, thanks for listening. <laughs> well, uh, pluggables. Give me your pluggables. <laughs> huh? 
Is it bunny or is it kid? <laughs> um, my pluggables are please buy books from independent bookstores if you can. I understand that there are lots of places where it's hard to find an independent bookstore. Um, you can go online uh, and you can help support Kingdom of Thirst podcast as well on. <laughs> no, buddy. Oh, no. We have one of those pages for the yeah, show. My brain has provided me with Bookstagram and Booktube, and it's oh, neither of those. Neither of those. Yeah. yeah. Bookshop.org. That's the one. Bookshop.org. It's literally the name. Bookshop. Yeah. Oh, ouch. I don't even get to cite egg because I don't have egg-related no. issues like you do. My God. Yeah, you can support. Also. No, I'm just bad at my job. If you don't have, like, a bookstore, like, near you, but you mm. know of a bookstore that you like or you've been to yeah. in the past, um, and you're really dedicated to supporting them, if you call or order through your book that bookstore's website, they will send you books. Yeah. So like yeah. you can like for instance, there's a really cool bookshop in Santa Cruz that I like. Bookshop Santa Cruz. <gasps> bookshop Santa Cruz is yeah. wonderful. If I, I love it. If them. I wanted to, oh, um, I have such a good selection. I could order from their website and they would ship books to me. Yeah. Like that is a thing that you can do. I yeah. don't think a lot of people really think about that. Um so let's you know, that's also a really if you've ever direct been to way. Powell's books. Yeah. Which is one of the greatest bookstores ever. Haven't. Haven't been. <gasps> Never been to Oregon. We should go on a road trip. Do you think we would end up killing each other? I don't. Not because of anger. I think it's because we do some stupid shit on the road. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> we drive off a fucking cliff yeah. into the ocean. No, no, no. Not a lot of cliffs on that road. Oh. We drive into a tree. <laughs> we drive into a tree. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. I've always wanted to do the the train journey. The, the, um... You know the the coastal starlight? No, I didn't know you that. Can, it's existed. like a three day train journey. You can go leave from San Jose. What? And uh, the Amtrak. You can do like that. You can get a room. And um, dude, we should do that instead. It ends in Seattle. Because then I wouldn't have to drive the whole time because you can't drive. Yeah, I know. Legally. That's why I like going on road trips with other people. Yeah. <laughs> I was also going to suggest Cat, but we really would both die. <laughs> yeah, no, no. She didn't kill us both. Yeah, she would. She'd murder us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, we should do that. Yeah, I've always wanted to do that train ride. Um, That'd be really cool. Yeah. But. Uh, pluggables. Yeah, pluggables. For me. Ah. But pluggables. <laughs> I'll be your little bunny. <laughs> I don't want that. I'll hop on your knee. No, thank you. I'm good. He makes her meow when she's a. A carrot's involved. When she... Why is there a lock on the inside of this car? <laughs> That's the question This is also my little panic room. Because, mind you, the door is made of solid metal. Oh. And... That's why the oxygen gets very thin in here. Oh, that explains a lot of our personalities yeah. right yeah. now. Yeah, and there's a lock on the inside of the door, and this room is, like, hermetically sealed. Yeah. So if ever I need to be in, like, a panic room situation, actually, it's not Honestly, bad. Honestly, I feel like halfway through the episode next time, we should maybe open the door and let a little bit of air in, because I think it's gotten a bit thin in here. Sometimes. My brain don't work well in general. Honestly, sometimes I step out of there, and I'm like, whoa. Oxygen. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there no, there's no. It is almost completely flush with the the carpet yeah. too. So yeah. there's like literally no way for yeah, air to no. get in here. We we are just breathing the same air for yeah. Air. Cool. Um. So anyway, I got pluggables. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me wherever Kingdom Thirst. I know Elon Musk just bought Twitter. Um. 
so hilarious um feel free to follow me on twitter (laughs) uh i'll do it for the meme um Uh, abigail k kelly on twitter slash kingdom thirst also there's two accounts you call the other one daddy bezos does that mean you call him daddy musk he wishes he could be my daddy he could never (laughs) i also really dislike daddy musk i hate it no i don't like daddy elon musk is like the creepy dude you evolve like like Jeff, Be- listen, I don't like the man. No, <laughs> Daddy Bezos. <laughs> but you can't deny. <laughs> uh, I think I'm about to, but continue. <laughs> He's got an air of authority about him. Now, Elon Musk, I kind of just want to give a wedgie. <laughs> yeah, and I'm he, not going to call a man. I want to give a wedgie, Daddy. Okay? No, <laughs> he does have the sort of personality that makes you want to stick his head in a toilet and flush well, it. Yeah, you want to give him a swirly, yeah. which is just fun waterboarding. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why you put fun at the beginning of that. It's just waterboarding. No, it's fun waterboarding. <laughs> Are we calling it fun now? Yeah, for okay. me. I mean, if it's Elon Musk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So why wedgie? You can do both at the same time. That's true. You could both fun waterboard him you and wedgie him leverage. at the same time. Yeah, yeah. One and hand if you in get the hair, enough, one hand in the underwear. Yeah, and if you get enough leverage up there, you can maybe, since I'm assuming we're in one of those school toilet stalls, mm-hmm. you can maybe grab the underwear pull it far up enough that you can put it onto one of those coat hooks or over his head mm. but that might um be problematic for the fun waterboarding or his hair plugs yeah they would all come out at some point, i guess <laughs> yeah. anyways well, he doesn't have hair plugs he got a hair transplant you can see the scars it's fine why do you know that <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me why i know thanks yeah uh anyway the answer when you have it uh you can also email me uh, Kingdom of Thirst or whatever, you know, fine. I don't, you know, whatever. You got suggestions and stuff. I'm going to be doing, Um, I, I will have already announced it, but for Independent Bookstore Day, I'm releasing a thing to ask um, for people or people should ask me their bookseller questions. We haven't done a bookseller roundup in a while and people have been asking me to do another one. Really? To explain stuff. Yeah. So I'm actually going to take actual questions from people this oh, time. Cool. Um, because like, how does Ingram work? Like mm. stuff like that. So, okay. We do bring up a lot of things that don't make sense if you're not a bookseller. Yeah, yeah. and also, like, I, I, it's just been a while, and I'm not mm. going to redirect somebody to, like, listen to it to your old episode or whatever the fuck. It's been a long time. The, the, our bookseller episodes are Bodacious Bookseller Part 1 to Part 2. Really? It, yeah, it's been a minute. Huh. It's been almost a year, if not Does a year. I think we're cat and we back on Yeah, that. we'll have to do that again. No In drinking same this room? time. Um, yes. Do you think we could all get in here? <laughs> <laughs> I have a cat on the floor. She could sit. Well, I mean, if we got I could sit this, on her lap. Ooh. She'd enjoy it too much. Yeah. Yeah. Can't trust her. No. Um. So Not as far as we can throw her. I have Patreon. You can join that if you want. I'm going to be doing book boxes. <gasps> oh, my God. I'm so fucking excited. Yeah. I haven't really talked about that. But, yeah, there's, like, special editions of my book that are coming out. Um, and people- I'm going to buy them. one. I'm just sad that I'm going to have to buy- uh, multiples big well not i'm not sad i'm gonna have to buy multiples but i'm gonna buy the book box and then i'm gonna buy it again when it's am i allowed to say hardcover oh this could be hardcover eventually I'm sure. yeah, yeah but i'm gonna buy multiple versions because i am buying the book box you're gonna end up cool, with like three stuff. copies of this book because yes. you're probably gonna want the regular paperback edition yeah and then you're gonna want the special edition yeah and they can want the hardcover yeah. edition all right i mean the probability is unless you pull and Alex 
Harrow, that's not correct. Oh. Gideon the Ninth was written by... Tamsin Muir. Thank you. Unless you pull a Tamsin Muir and put information in the paperback that is actually not in the hardcover, I will uh, be gifting those other copies to friends so they can also get addicted to your books and buy them. Thank you. You're welcome. Appreciate that. There will be bonus content in the special editions. But will the bonus content for the paperback and the hardcover be the same? I don't know. So you're going to really fuck with me, huh? Yeah. Great. <laughs> yeah. You knew, you knew that when you signed up for this, though. Yeah. Um, is this the friendship? Yeah. Is cool. This, is this friendship? This is I don't... The, it's the butterfly meme? <laughs> is this friendship? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So those are going to happen. I mean, they're going to be available for non-patrons eventually mm. um, after the book comes out, but... They will not have some of the content in it. They will also be full price, whereas these are going to be pretty bare bones, like as cheap as I can make them um, for, for patrons. So they're going to have like stickers and they're going to have like, I've gone a little. I've, gone I've a little, seen. <laughs> I've gone I've a little seen insane. the accoutrement <laughs> that come with the yeah. book box. And oh, my God. Like. I truly am not saying this just to be that asshole, but like if you join the Patreon, yeah, is that the way it. the kids I don't think do the things really these days? If you join the Patreon, not only do you get really cool story content, but you're gonna get some really cool shit when you get the the box of book. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm I'm yeah. very excited about. It. I'm doing it mostly for me, which so you know it's gonna be very ridiculous. Yeah. Um. I yeah. I just I spent. Eight hours Honestly, signing custom packaging. I wish packaging. the dolls were looking at me instead of looking away. Hmm. It's kind of worse that they're... What are they staring at? Me. Yeah. All right. Well, you can do that. Works by Abigail. That's all. All the stuff's below. If you want to send me like a real letter, P.O. box, whatever, it's all in there. I enjoy that stuff. But, I'll, you know, just be cool. Everyone be cool. I'm really bad at that. I know. That's the end of the episode. Sure is. <laughs> All right. See you guys next week. Bye. In bed. Kingdom of Thirst is a member of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find all of our episodes and tons of new podcasts to listen to at frolic.media slash podcasts.